Christianity is all about our personal relationship with Christ. If that is the case, then we require the ability to hear from him. It is vital as Christians to not only to hear from God, but also to speak to him. Within a single day in our lives, we are surrounded by a variety of voices impacting our lives. Above all, being a disciple of Jesus means that we must hear from God to grow and mature in our relationship with him. This type of connection is even more important than food is to our body. Jesus says in Matthew 4.4, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Often people want to hear from God, and to do so they spend a considerable amount of time trying to figure out how to do so using various methods and means. We may even assume that it is only certain people who, who can hear from God. So does God only choose to speak to some people? Or does he speak to all of his children? Amid the myriad of voices around you, the only way to recognize the voice of God is by immersing yourself in the word of God and spending time in prayer. If you want to hear from God, then you need to begin by recognizing his voice. To recognize his voice, you need to know him. And in order to know him, you need to read the word of God and spend time in prayer and allowing the Holy Spirit to move in your life. If you do not do this, then how will you know who it is that is speaking to you? Is it your spirit? Are the voices around you? Or is it God? So let us examine some ways to hear from God and recognize that he is speaking to you. Firstly, hearing God through his word. In Hebrews 1, 1 to 3, it says, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Praise God. This passage tells us that in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, Jesus Christ. So if we want to hear Jesus speak to us, it means that we need to encounter him. If you want to meet the real Jesus, then you must encounter him through the word of God. Jesus is the complete revelation of God and scriptures reveal Christ in all of his fullness. Amen. The Bible is the primary way that God speaks to us. Whenever you want to hear God speak, the first place you need to look at is the written word of God. This is why it is so important to immerse yourself in the word, studying it, reading it, meditating on the word of God.
You see, the word of God is given to us as a protection to remain in the truth of the gospel. As I mentioned earlier, there are countless voices out there. In its midst, the devil will try and bring about deception and lead you to a false Christ and false God. If you solely rely on feelings and subjective thoughts and a leading of some kind without being grounded on scripture, then you are standing on shaky ground. It is very easy to create a Jesus that you like and want him to speak to you in a manner that fits your agenda. This is not the Jesus of the Bible. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Hallelujah. You see, scriptures are a lamp to your feet and a light for your path. Scriptures speak to you. It guides you along the paths of righteousness. Again, in 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17, it says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Praise God. <clears throat> Friends, scriptures in all its fullness is God speaking through his Holy Spirit so that you may be complete and equipped for every good work. If you do not have the scripture, then how can you validate the myriad of voices around you and in you? Does it align with what God has spoken? And is it in alignment with those things that honor God and bring glory to his name? And this is the very reason why you need to test everything you hear. And this is why it is the word of God is the primary way that God speaks to us and that we can hear from him. You see, the test must be based on the word of God. 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 to 22 says, Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Secondly, God can communicate to us outside the Bible. You see, God is not limited to speaking to us through Scripture alone, but He also communicates through, to us through a variety of different ways. When we read the book of Acts, we see great examples of God speaking through visions, dreams, prophecies, through angels, through various circumstances, and being led by the Holy Spirit. This being said, I refer back to my previous point about the importance of Scripture and why anything we hear or see or do must be aligned with the Bible. If today's churches and our lives are to reflect the happenings in the book of Acts and the rest of the New Testament, then we need checks and balances to stop people from straying from the truth straying into myths and whatever else people may want to do according to their own desires and not the will of God according to his word. That is why it is uh, scripture alone that keeps us in alignment with God's revelation and instructions to us and we must not go beyond it. 1 Corinthians 4, 6 says, I have applied all these things to myself and Apollos for your benefit 
Brothers, that you may learn by us not to go beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up in favor of one against another. So let us examine some ways that we can experience God's voice. One of these ways is that God speaks through the Holy Spirit leading. As Christians, we are to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit so we can cultivate a relationship with God and to hear from Him. 2 Corinthians 13.4 says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. You see, when you have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, then it allows you to hear from God. It will open up the door for supernatural wisdom to come into your life. 1 Corinthians 2, 13 to 16 says, And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Amen. This is such a wonderful passage. We can see an example of this in Acts 8.29. And the Spirit said to Philip, Go over and join this chariot. You see, in this passage, the Holy Spirit is a person speaking to Philip, either through an um, articulative voice or by an unmistakable voice within him to lead him to the Ethiopian eunuch. Praise God. Hallelujah. Next. God can also speak to you by reminding you words of Scripture. <clears throat> Acts 11, 15-16 says, As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just, on, uh, just as on us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Again, when we have fellowship, with the Holy Spirit, He brings to remembrance everything, especially the Word of Christ and all that He has spoken to you through Scripture when you needed it most and when you need it most. Amen. God can also speak through visions and dreams. An example of God speaking through visions can be found in Acts 16, 9-10. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night, a man of Macedonia was standing there urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen this vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Another example of God speaking through dreams can be found in Matthew 1.20. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. You see, even today, it is possible for God to speak to you 
through visions and dreams, but as mentioned earlier, each must be validated against the written word of God. We hear many testimonies of conversion as God speaks to people through visions and dreams, and many are coming to Christ as well, and we see these examples. But at the same time, it is crucial to note uh, that many can go in the opposite direction and pursue only after dreams and visions instead of first seeking foundation on the Word of God. And this is so vital because uh, it will allow you not to swerve from what has already been revealed to you in Scripture. Lastly, God speaks through circumstances. Uh, and to also note that these are not the only ways that God can speak to you, and He can speak to you over many, many different ways, but I've only highlighted some. And I believe that God speaking through circumstances is uh, something that we might miss altogether, but a very important way that He speaks to us. In Acts 16, 6-7, it says, And they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit, to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come up to Messiah, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. You see, circumstances are sometimes one of the best ways God speaks to us. But oftentimes we do not realize it. This is because we misinterpret the situation or our circumstance because of a skewed understanding of Christian living. What I mean by that is that if your view of Christianity is only about blessings from the Lord and only anything good in your life can be attributed to God, then you may not have a deep understanding of the relationship with Christ. You see, this is a sort of prosperity teaching and nothing to do with a deep understanding of the things of God. And because of that, we can often jump to conclusions that anything negative in life is attributed to the devil. Instead, I encourage you to assess every circumstance, good or bad, and determine what the Lord is trying to say to you or to speak to you through them. It could be a test from the Lord, James 1, 3 to 4 and 12. It could be the discipline of the Lord, Hebrews 12, 5 to 11. Or he is trying to achieve something through your situation. It is essential to understand the outcome of any of these is ultimately for the good and the glory of God. Listen to him and when he speaks through your circumstance and trust him. In conclusion, first and foremost, to hear God speak in your life, you must first begin by drawing to him through scripture. This is the primary way to understand Christ and God's ways. And as you do that, the Holy Spirit will begin to speak to you and lead you as he works mightily in your life. Get a deep-rooted understanding in Scripture along with spending time in prayer and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Once you begin to do this, then you can be assured that He, as he begins to speak to you in a variety of ways, you will know that it is God speaking in your situation and not any other voices. So I encourage you to continue to seek him through the word and, and through the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and in prayer and as God speaks into your life that you would bring glory and honor and praise to his word. Thank God.